0: Changing minds, one thought at a
1: time. Good evening, everyone. This is Jessica. Good evening, Akina. Good
2: evening. How are you today,
1: Jeff? I am doing fantastic. It is a beautiful day, and I am so excited for our Sunday night um, Changing Minds Online series. And we have something very special for you guys tonight. We have our first male guest on Changing Minds Online. We are so excited to um, introduce Tom and welcome Tom um, Allard on our show. Tom is amazing. He's such an inspiration to me. I met Tom on a Facebook group um, for triathletes and you know, as some of you may know I'm training for the Ironman and Tom is also, And I just was His spirit is so contagious, his enthusiasm, his passion for change, for empowerment, for just being the best he he can be. Um, I just had to have him on our call, so I reached out to him and Tom is with us tonight. Um, Tom, he was born in New York, raised in New York, so right from my hometown. And like me, he loves dogs. He rescued 59 dogs, so that just tells you what an amazing human being he is. But what we're really going to be talking about tonight is how at 62 years old, um, Tom decided to go from being overweight and being a couch potato, right, Tom? Is that okay to call you a couch potato? Sure. He was, That's fine. He was once a couch potato, right? To going to actually compete in the Ironman. So, Tom, welcome. Um, how Thank are you, you very doing much. This evening?
0: Okay. Um, I'm Tom Elward. It's A-Y-L-W-A-R-D. I'm a 66-year-old man who lives in northern Idaho. And I guess I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, my wife was uh, came down with MS back in the early, truth, maybe the late 1990s. And then um, she started deteriorating. So I, I thought if we moved that it would make a change, hopefully it would change her. Uh, make her better. So I I moved to Idaho thinking that it would help, and it didn't. We moved here in 2005, and she passed away in 2008. And after that, I just went into a spin. Um, I started drinking too much, eating too much, just sitting on the couch watching TV and and just getting fat. I never did any exercise. And I knew I was not going to be here much longer if I kept up this pace. So... um, I met a fellow one time, and he said to me, Tom, why don't you go to a triathlon? And he said, I'm going to be on a boat making sure no one drowns out there. And I said, you know, what is a triathlon? He said, well, just come and see what it is. So I went there, and I saw these guys and girls come across this finish line with these healthy physiques and just so strong, and this feeling in the air was just amazing. And I just said, I need to do this. And two weeks later, I volunteered at another race, and the same feeling came over me. And then I volunteered at the Ironman race, and I just said, I'm going to race next year at this race. And uh, and if you know anything about an Ironman at all, it is absolutely huge. You swim 2.4 miles, you bike 112 miles, and then you run 26.2 miles all in one day, and you have to complete it in 17 hours. So it's, it's quite an amazing feat, and that was my goal, and I started. I found a trainer who became my, my, one of my best friends, and we started to work. And we, we just, you know, we, we worked in the gym. We worked outside. We did football exercises. We walked before we ran. I couldn't swim. I couldn't run. And I hadn't been on a bike since I was a kid. So I thought I was doing pretty good, 25-yard swim. Well, now I can swim miles without any problem at all. Um, Biking, 112 miles. We we used to do like six of them before an Ironman. And running, I never was a good runner. I had a terrible problem with my foot that I had to have surgery on. But I was able to run two marathons within six days. And that that was just a, a tremendous feat for me. So... I need to say that I have attempted four Ironmen. I haven't finished one yet. Um, it's been due to my foot mostly, and, but that doesn't stop me. I will sign up again next year. I will sign up again until, you know, I can't do it anymore. And that's what happens when you're, you get into this feeling of feeling good about yourself and taking care of yourself. Great.
2: That is a great story. Why did you choose the triathlon? You know, you could have worked out on weights, you could have did some just regular running. Why did the uh triathlon uh appeal to you the most?
0: Well, since I hadn't done anything, it just I didn't know the difference between um, you know, running ten miles or doing a triathlon, what you know, I didn't know what the difference was until I saw it. And then it was just like, you know, if I if I train I can do this. Um, so nothing else interests me. I, you know, I was in a mode where, um, I was, like I said, I was kind of spinning, and this took my interest up. And the best part of it is once you get in the, into this community of triathletes, you make the best friends in the world and you keep them. Um, so if you're sitting at home and you're just lonely and don't have anything to do, get out there and do something. The people you meet, everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a story like mine, so why not be part of that?
1: Yeah, and that's awesome. And, you know, I am recently kind of introduced to the, the world of triathletes, and it is really an incredible community. And, you know, even if you just look at the Facebook post page for even this show and just the support of everyone who knows you and just is cheering you on for even being here tonight, it's a really amazing community to be part of. And, you know, it's really a blessing. And, and for a lot of people, if you pick something and you, you know, put your mind to it, you find people that will support you, it is a dream that will come true. You know, for a lot of people and for myself, this was the hardest part, and, and now I'm kind of over that hurdle. And, I know, Tom, you're over that hurdle. But really the big thing is, is changing. It's, it's that choice to change that's really tough. What was it for you that was that catalyst to change your life you know you decided to go from couch potato and watching tv and and feeling bad for yourself and and you know you had a lot of people would have said hey you know what he has the right because you suffered a a great loss and instead you said you know what i'm going to make something better what was that what was it that pushed you to do that
0: well like i said i was spiraling out of control i didn't want to die um I had a waist size of 50 and I knew I just, you know, I always said I would never have a waist size bigger than 50 and I didn't know what I was going to do if it went over it, but I wasn't going to let it happen, you know? And so I, I I guess with me, I I was lucky because I, my mother-in-law was in physical therapy and she was talking to her therapist and she was telling him about my dream of being an Ironman. Um, so Finally, I was able to meet him, and he looked in my eye, and he believed what I was trying to do. He believed in me. And from that moment on, he knew, what I, he knew, after talking to me, he knew my struggles, and he just has this heart. It was so huge. He just wanted to help me. It wasn't about money. It wasn't about, he just wants to help people. So you're lucky if you find somebody like that, you know, don't settle for the first trainer you see. Talk to, talk to more than one and get recommendations. Um, I was just lucky in getting, you know, this individual. And he's t- he basically changed my life. And uh, we went through, he was, not, he was my doctor, my psychiatrist, my counselor, my trainer. He was all these things wrapped into one. And it was just a, a beautiful thing. And um, one of the best experiences I had, and I, and I attribute it to my trainer.
1: That's amazing, and it's so wonderful when people can come into your life and just really be that catalyst for change. And for many of us, and myself too, you know, if you ask us, well, what really motivated you to get started? We will pinpoint a person who said, you know what, this was the person who inspired me to change. And, you know, it's really great. And, you know, what I wanted to ask you is for someone who's getting started, who's at that point, why make that choice? You know, why choose to make a better life for yourself?
0: Well, I couldn't live the way I was. Um, I was smart enough to, you know, make the decision that I had to do this or basically die, you know, from being overweight, having a heart attack. It, was, it's, it became a no-brainer. You know, you, you just have to do something for yourself, or do you want to die? And I made, it, I made the correct choice, and, and, and I want everybody else to make that choice. Um, and, you know, it's just so easy to eat comfort food. It's just so easy to sit around and do nothing. Um, You know, just just being outside doing something will just make you feel more alive. Um, Take that first step. You know, enjoy your life. Don't be so, you know, down on yourself. There's a lot of good in you. Just, you know, pull that out and you can do that. The feeling you get, the feelings you get by accomplishing things are just so overwhelming. They're these you go on a marathon; it's twenty-six miles, and your mind is playing all kinds of games, and you know, talking to you, and you're not going to make it, and this and that, and you just have to push through it, and you just put a smile on your face, and you just keep going. It's, I, I, gee, I, I, I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, for me, it's really, and one of the things I just, I love what you're saying is that. People are worth it, and that's what we really want all of our listeners to know tonight. And, you know, when we say we have a choice to change, knowing that you are worth it and you owe it to yourself to really be the best version of you that you can be. And like you said, it's once you cross over and you get to that other side where you are changing your life, you can't imagine what your life like or would have been like had you not chosen to make that change. And you know, for me, I, uh, it was my New Year's resolution to to decide to run, and I decided to do that in in January. Um, so for me, it was kind of it was kind of crazy. I just decided I was going to go all the way out there. So my very first run was actually a half marathon, and it was freezing outside. It was that Arctic vortex that was going on on the East Coast, and you know, when I went there, by the time the race had started, all the water cups were completely frozen solid. And oh, you know you saw like the it was it was really wet outside. It was actually snowing out. There was a the entire Central Park was covered in snow. And here I am in my brand new running shoes, which I did not want to get wet and dirty in. And, and the the first because you know I was such an inexperienced runner. The, my biggest concern was I did not want to ruin my pink running shoes because I just spent a hundred dollars on them. And I was like, but my shoes, they're pink and white, and they're going to get dirty because the snow is yucky in in Central Park. And, like, meanwhile, I see all these people with all this training gear, and they're just me in my, like, bubble coat. Like, I was just wearing, like, a down kind of ski coat and, you know, a hat, and I I had nothing of it. I had nothing. I had no idea what I was in store for. And, you know, you see all the runners stretching, and I didn't know what they were doing, so I just started copying them, and I said, okay, I can do that. And... You know, about halfway through the race, I just was like, oh, my goodness, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And there were icicles hanging from men's beards because of the sweat. They were sweating, and the icicles were freezing in our sub-Arctic temperatures. And that was really kind of for me when I said I made the choice, I think, in that moment, really halfway through that race when I was tired and looking at these people who at the time, I thought we're nuts because I'm like, why are they running in Central Park in the snow? And it was kind of a game. And it kind of became real for me. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make the choice in this moment. I'm going to do this. And I crossed that finish line, and I've crossed a whole bunch of finishes lines since then. And it really does come down to usually this one moment in time for everyone where they have that choice to continue and that choice to change. And, you know, I want everyone to really know that you are worth it. You know, you are love. You have endless potential inside of you. And when you decide to make your life better, you know, great things can happen. And, you know, I know well, for you, too, that you've had... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead, Tom.
0: I was just going to say, you're going to find yourself walking taller. You're going to be uh, more, you know, your posture will become better. You'll have a, a bounce in your step. And you're going to, wow, is this me? You know, you you, you go through this change, and it's... You, feel so, you start feeling so good about yourself, and that's what you need. That's what you want to have. You want to feel good about yourself because, you, you know, you're, you're worth everything. You know, you want to stay alive. You want to be healthy. You want to be happy. And it changes, you know, your, in your family. You know, your your family would love to have you joking around, having a good time, with a lot of energy, you know, being, you know, dad again or mom again you know and and instead of just being sitting there and being you know kind of miserable and unhappy with yourself it's worth it It's it's a small sacrifice for such a big deal it really is
1: yeah, I mean it really is amazing. And whether or not for you that like, that's taking up sport. And uh, I I do personally believe that everyone should live being in their healthiest body. You know, I'm a Christian. I believe our bodies are made um, in the image of God. I believe our bodies are the temple of God. And I believe that we owe it to ourselves and to God and to our friends and family to to show up in this world as the best version of us we can be. You know, it doesn't have to be that you're choosing sports. You know, again, like I said, I think everyone should be healthy. Everyone should exercise. You should make that part of your daily routine. Um, To me, that goes without saying. But it may not be for you that you want to run the triathlon. It may be this book that you've always wanted to write. You know, I have a lot of friends who are authors, and they're just sitting on this fantastic story, and it's their lifelong dream to write it, but for whatever reason, they just never write it down. You know, it could be that there's a place that you want to travel, and you're afraid of... You know, for so for whatever reason, you just haven't bought that ticket and made it happen. And you know what this call is really about tonight is just telling you you are worth it. You are your best investment. You are your, you know, you are you you are the best thing that you have. I mean, and oftentimes that we give so much to other people and we don't choose us. And you know that's the most important part is just really choosing ourselves.
0: Well, you mentioned going on a trip. I I think you'd be a lot happier on a trip if you could walk farther. You know, uh, you want to visit different things. You want to be in... It would be nice to start getting yourself in shape and setting that for a goal for a vacation. Maybe you want to go out of the country and there's going to be a lot of walking involved. Um, Why don't you start walking now so you'd be ready for that trip? Make it part of the trip. Get the whole family involved in it. Um, There's a lot of families that do... Uh, different things together, triathlons. Uh, matter of fact, I went to one this morning. It was all-female race. There were 800 uh, young ladies, and there was three generations there in one family. And I I have to tell you that the, the one woman who won it overall, her mother won her category, and her daughter almost won her category. So it was amazing. But I have to tell you, the girl's name was Laura Crawley Jackson, and she was the first girl that I ever saw come across the finish line right after the, the men, but not far behind. And she was the one that inspired me. And every time I see her, I thank her.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And, and you know, giving thanks to people that inspire us is just so important. And, um, you know, Akina, I know that you are not a triathlete, but you've also made some choices to make some great changes in your life recently, including getting healthy, and why don't you tell us, what was it that inspired you, or what was it that made you make that choice that I'm worth it, I'm going to change my life?
2: That is a good question, Jessica. What finally did it was, I woke up this January, actually, and looked in the mirror, and I just was tired of what I was seeing every day. I was just tired. I knew that I was not the ideal individual that I was supposed to be. I was carrying too much baggage uh, physically and emotionally, and it was time to release all this. And so I looked at myself in the mirror and said, we changed today. And I got up, put on my workout clothes, and I walked down to the gym. And I worked out for an hour. I did 30 minutes of treadmill, 30 minutes of bike. And I did this every day uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, I got a little sidetracked in March because of my job. (laughs) But April, I picked it right back up. And then in May, you know, you were talking to me about your change and what you did to change. And, and you know, of course, that inspired me because I have seen your pictures and, on Facebook and I could feel your energy when we were talking. And I said, it's time for me to add nutrition to my workout. So I decided that it was time, no matter what, I said, because I was working out and then eating 16 weeks. That wasn't good. <laughs> so I knew that I had to change my nutrition or I wasn't going to lose any more weight. So one day I started my cleanse. I started my food. And the next thing I know, since June, I have lost almost 20 pounds. And Congratulations. I am super excited. Yes. Yeah, amazing
1: girl. We are so proud of you for that. I just want to shout you out there. Um, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to shout you out. You are so proud of you. You're doing such a wonderful job. And, you know, everyone check out Akina's progress on her page. She blogs about it and she writes about it on Facebook and it's amazing. Just, like, follow all of her notifications on, get her notifications because her story is, is absolutely incredible. But um, I'm sorry girl, finish your story. I just had to throw that out there.
2: Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, thank you. I mean, and I want to thank Tom, too, because he's been chiming in since we became friends, and I appreciate him as well. But it's that support system, because when I was at my plateau and I wasn't seeing any results, not the old me would have gave up, but I had to realize that my body was happy, but I wasn't happy, so we had to get on the same wavelength. And once my body realized that I was not playing with it and we were going to lose weight, it released the plateau and we're moving in a downward direction now. <laughs> so get your support system together. Get your mind and your focus together. You can do anything you want to do. You are your biggest resource. If you're not working, None of the other stuff is going to work. So put it together. Just write it down, make it plain, sneak it into the atmosphere, and make it happen.
1: Yeah, it's amazing, and a support system is so, so important. Before we talk about a support system, I just do have to say, and Tom, you heard what she said, right, that she's running and she's biking daily. So we might just need to get her in the water, and we might need to convert her to a triathlete. I don't know. I
0: think so. I think that's what, we need to sign her up now. For, Absolutely.
1: Uh, oh, so I Tina, Tom, and I are going to be working on you to get you converted uh, to that triathlete. If, if you, so you want to, to do, 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 do it.
0: it. If you want to do it. You the honestly,
2: I really do like to run. I can't. My endurance is horrible, but I do like to run. I am building my endurance to run. So as soon as I get the endurance up to where I can make it around the, at least a mile, then I think I'm ready to start training. But I'm training now. My endurance good is horrible, but I am ready to get on the. I'm ready to get on the train. Oh, right.
1: Very good. And you know, it's really just starting where you are. And I love what you're saying about you. You know what? I'm just going to just start where I am, and this is what I can do, and this is what I'm gonna do. And I actually, when I first started doing triath- triathlons as well. I also really didn't know how to swim, Tom. Similarly, I mean, I knew how to swim, and I grew up in the ocean, so I was very strong in the water, but I always did the doggy paddle. So I I figured the doggy paddle may not be conducive to the Ironman, and I haven't done the Ironman swim yet, Tom, but I don't think you see a lot of people doing a doggy paddle, do you?
0: No, but we see people, (laughs) believe it or not, they'll do it floating on their back the whole race, whatever it takes to Uh, get there, you know. It's it's
1: yes, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, so I didn't think the dog paddle was gonna work. So I decided I was gonna do swim lessons. But the problem was I didn't want to get wet. So I went and bought huh. a wetsuit um on Amazon and I showed up to my very first swim lesson at the heated pool in New York Sports Club in a wetsuit. Oh my
0: gosh. And
1: um yeah, very quickly my wetsuit. I was um told by my trainer I was not allowed a wetsuit or my cool no. goggles that I thought were cool that covered my nose and my and most of my face, so uh, I didn't get any water in my nose and my earplugs and and they said, uh, yeah, so that's not going to work in the Ironman. But um, you know, since then and and going back to your support system, one of the most amazing things I found, and, and especially in sports, and and again, I, I can't speak to other you know, other areas, whatever your passion is. But there is a great support system. And when you have a goal in mind, people want to help you accomplish it. I actually – that was the only swim lesson I actually ever paid for was the first time because every time I go to the pool, there's always people there that are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to train for the Ironman swim. And they're like, okay, let me help you. And I have had tons of friends, and I've met people who said, okay, I'm going to teach you to do this. And I have – you know, I met this one person who – and for me, I actually – found out I wanted to do triathlons because I was injured and then I had a fracture, a syllabus breast fracture in my leg. It's not fully healed. And I started to cross train and just loved it. And, you know, there's been so many people that have just been so helpful along the way. And if it wasn't for my support system, I know I wouldn't be able to do it. No matter what you are trying to do, find a support system. And I do, and I think we actually talked about this on our Thursday call last week. Um, you know, don't there's a difference between a support group and a support system. Make sure the people who are supporting you are also empowering you and trying to help you to reach your goal and you're helping them to reach their goals. Make sure you're not just in a group of people who are just kind of complaining and in you know, gossiping that's not a support group. Make sure that you are in a mastermind group or an empowerment empowerment group where Everyone is working towards a goal and helping lift each other up. And, you know, as we said last Thursday, I mean, this social media, there's so much. There's so many great groups out there. And uh, Tom, Akina, and I, we, we've all met on Facebook. So, you know, there. It is, social media and technology is such a great way to find people who are like-minded and who are looking to do the same thing. Tom, how hey. how has social media and you know, your support system. How helpful has that been for you? But Tom, are you still with us tonight? We might have, we might have lost Tom, but um, it's actually right, almost at nine thirty. So uh, we might, I guess we've. And, Akane, is there anything else you want to add before we end our call tonight? Uh, Tom, do you have any advice for uh, the listeners? Um, I think I've lost. Oh, there we go. There you are, go Tom. All
2: right, so Tom is back
1: on the line. We apologize, guys, for the um, for the technical error. Tom, I was just asking, you know, about your support system and and how helpful that's been for you.
0: I think um, if you want to do triathlons, I think I would join a trike uh, club. Uh, you'll find many of them around in New York City. There's there's probably tons of them. Uh, in my little town, we have two or three, and they're you know they're all good clubs, and that's where a great support system starts because you do things together. You know, if you can't swim, you know maybe ten people will go out that day and they'll be there to help you. They'll take you on bike rides, and if you can only go a certain mile, you know a certain distance, somebody will stop and wait for you and help you go back or go farther. So they're always you know helping you reach your goals and swimming, biking, running. There's another one. There's a perfect one is when you start running, whether it's a three mile race or five mile, you kind of find somebody that's running the same pace with you and you start talking to somebody and the next thing you know, you're friends. And it's, you know, when the race is over, you you know, you people know each other because you've talked for five miles and it's just, it's just amazing. And I'm sure, you know, you've done these half marathons now and I know you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's really crucial. And it just the people that you meet on this journey too, is just really, they become people that are lifelong friends, just like Tom said. But, Akina, um, is there anything you want to add before we close our call? We're just about at 9.30, so we just want to finish up tonight.
2: Uh, Tom, do you have any advice that you would like to give the listeners?
0: Well, I think you know, not everybody's – everybody's got a story. You know, everybody's got something um, that, that they need to break through. Um, we, we, we mentioned quite a few of them tonight, you know, just, you know, being sitting home being miserable or just unhappy with your job. Perfect example, if you're unhappy with your job, get out there and run, and you can think through all your problems. Uh, you, you may come back from the run and say, you know, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow. And, and a lot of my friends use that as a, as a way of working out their problems. They just go out for a walk or a run for themselves, with themselves and come back with the answers. And that's, you know, and when you're swimming, you're all alone in a pool. All you do is think all the time while you're swimming. Not, you, you get to a point where you're not thinking about the swim. You're thinking about everything else and enjoying it. And then on the bike, it's, you know, it's basically the same thing. Just... Get out there and, you know, experience something different, and I hope it sticks with you.
1: Well, thank you so much, Tom, for being on our call tonight and our first male guest. Um, I you. we just really enjoyed having you and, and hearing your story and learning from your experience, and you are such an inspiration to me, and I just hope we can stay in touch because I haven't actually crossed the finish line on my first triathlon yet, and I will be in a few weeks, so um, I really hope we can you know, you can continue to inspire me on my journey. I
0: will. I will. And much good luck to both of you. You've both had some great stories yourselves. So I just learned a lot tonight. So I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. And we appreciate you. So I'm going to actually sign off for the evening, everyone. Um, God bless. Have a great week. And we will be here back on
2: Thursday night at 9 o'clock.
1: So um, for now, have a great evening, everyone.
2: Good night, everyone, and look up Tom on Facebook. He would love to talk to you. Good night, everyone.
1: Good night.